Welcome to Truly Fit, the online fitness marketplace connecting pros and clients through unique fitness business software. Welcome to the Truly Fit Podcast. I am your host, Steve Washuda, co-founder of Truly Fit and author of Fitness Business 101. On today's podcast, it is just me discussing why your client's goals don't matter. My client's goals don't matter. How could you say that, Steve? Well, yes, it is a little bit clickbaity. It's certainly hyperbole here. Of course, your client's goals matter. But I believe there are two things that matter more than just meeting your client's goals, and I'm going to go over both of those. Number one, tempering expectations. Remember back to your childhood. Maybe you were three or four or five years old, and your mom and your grandparents told you that you were going to be president of the United States, or maybe they told you you were going to be an astronaut. Then by the time you were 10, it was, well, maybe we can get little Johnny into an Ivy League college. And then by the time you were 16, it was, eh, maybe he could just be scholarship to a local college. And that didn't happen. And then you got into a four-year school and you graduated. And then your own expectations might have been to get a really good job in the career field in which you studied. That probably didn't happen because it seems like none of us ever get jobs in the career fields we study, especially if you're a personal trainer. And before you know it, you're 28. And now your expectations are simply to have a job in which you can pay the mortgage and provide for your children and family most likely, right? So you see how expectations were tempered from you being president in the United States at some point, you and your parents and your grandparents thought you would be, to now you just want to maintain a job to pay the mortgage. This is not a bad thing, right? This is life. This is this is what happens. We have to temper expectations over time. Of course, we set lofty goals. It's okay for our clients to set lofty goals, but we need to understand that, that this aforementioned storyline, right, is is not a stretch to compare to our clients' fitness goals. Some clients will come to you with the goal of losing 30 pounds. Some will come to you with the goal of you know, vanity related. I want to see a, a four pack and big biceps within a month. Eventually, sometimes these goals need to be tempered. We need to reevaluate and reorganize these goals for our clients. We need to sit down with them and do that on a regular with them and do that on a regular basis. Speaking of you know president, which I just mentioned, every president of the United States has run on a platform of goals. Right? None of them have met every single goal. It's not because they're bad people or they were lying. It's just because new information comes about. Life happens. There are things that we don't see coming in our paths, and we have to deviate, and we have to adjust. We have to learn to temper our clients' expectations. When our clients come to us and they say they want a six-pack, but right now they have 28% body fat and they're 20 pounds overweight and they're in their late 40s, we have to explain to them that this is going to take an absolute hero's effort to do this and that it's unlikely. We have to be honest. We have to explain to them that many people who have six-packs are potentially on hormones or they have really good genetics or they're really young or they're just working extremely hard day and night through both diet and Working out, right? Excessive working out, probably two a days to get to that point. And that working for three hours a week at 9 a.m. with your trainer, that six pack, that doesn't mean you convince your client out of giving up that goal before you even start the process. It simply means that you rely on the front end what it would take and that it is a lofty goal. Convey that success in difficult inventor, in, in these difficult endeavors can't be thrown to the trainer, right? The client cannot tell you. Why Why isn't this working? I work with you three days a week. You have to convey to the clients that it's their job to be working day and night on their own goals and that you are just a small part of it, right? Telling them that the likelihood of reaching their goals is accurate to what their goals actually are and not lie to your clients. Reason number two, again, what is more important than 
your client's goals. Why your client's goals don't matter, hyperbole. Your client's goals do matter. But reason number one, what's more important is that you need to temper their expectations. It's not just about their goal. It's about reevaluating their goals. And then reason number two is that we, there is ultimately one universal goal that overrides all of their goals. If you have a client whose goal it is to squat 500 pounds, that goal should still not take precedent over our universal goal. And what is that universal goal? Long-term health and wellness. If you believe the training is potentially injuring your client short-term, which could hinder their long-term health, you must dial back that training. It is our duty as the experts to continuously relay to the client that we want them healthy and happy and moving the same way they do in their 30s, well into their 50s, 60s, and 70s. If you're a physician, it's your duty to explain that the medications or particular procedures that will have short that will have short-term positive effects could have long-term negative effects, right? And as as for most things in life, fixes are not perfect. There's no perfect solution. There are only trade-offs. There are no free lunches. To bring this full circle back to fitness, our clients and their clients' goals have to take a backseat to long-term health and wellness. Young professionals who may have not worked with older populations and are naive in some instances may not see this, but I can assure you that almost all of my senior clients had wished they'd been working out differently, focused more on their whole lives, focusing more on full body range of motion and functional patterns and all-around movement and injury prevention. And in addition, they probably just wish they were working out more. Our best marketing tool is simply to remind clients that they're only getting older. Many of my clients were extremely wealthy, but they did a poor job of using that same focus and energy and effort they did to advance their careers into assuring that their body was holding up for retirement. What is the point of having all of that money? What is the point of retiring at 55 or 60 if you have back problems that stop you from getting on the floor to play with your grandkids? If you have heart issues that don't allow you to travel across the world? If you have obesity-related problems that are keeping you from that Machu Picchu hike you've always dreamed of and always saved for? Remind your clients whatever goal they think they have should not be superseded by their long-term health and wellness. Ultimately, meeting our client's goal is a part of the job. I understand that. We must do that. But we have a responsibility to guide them towards their long-term health. Short-term micro goals, like running, running a half marathon, let's say, uh, bikini stage competition, bigger arms, a flatter tummy, maybe even a local strongman competition. These are fantastic. These are great. Go for it. It keeps our clients locked in and focused and dedicated to a task in which, you know, we also get to learn along the way of their journey. We get to learn how to train somebody for these particular events, which makes us stronger. We also get to bond with our clients and all while we're tinkering with their bodies and programs, which makes us better trainers. However, that universal goal of long-term health and wellness, whether stated or not, should be our first obligation. Nothing is more important than to help our clients or any life, even if it's someone that's not directly our client, any person keep physically unobstructed, for lack of a better term, as they grow into old age. In summation here, of course it's hyperbole to say that our clients' goals don't matter. They certainly do. But they need to be secondary to the universal goal of long-term health and wellness. In addition, we need to temper our clients' expectations or at least be very thorough and honest in our explanations that we are not miracle workers and that most of the work is not done with your trainer. It is done in those hours when you're alone. When you decide to wake up and take that morning jog instead of sleep in. Or to have that smoothie instead of two cupcakes. Don't allow your clients to convince themselves that hiring a trainer and having a few short-term goals equates 
to an antidote for overall bad health. Be mindful of tempering and updating your client's goals as your health journey continues together. Thanks for joining us on the Truly Fit Podcast. Please subscribe, rate, and review on your listening platform, and feel free to email us. We'd love to hear from you. Social at trulyfit.app. Thanks again.